Okay, well, it's 7.30. I'm going to tell Emily to show up if she can, but if not, we'll wing it. start if you can jump back in at any point feel free huh oh i'm just like saying my text out loud yes 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 i used to the henry yes 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 oh my sweet boy henry zabrowski i didn't notice i did it until afterward what was i gonna say if you can jump back in at any point go right ahead no, that sounds rude. I'm very bothered by the fact that I feel like my collarbone looks very prominent. Interesting. <laughs> I'm once again hit by post-booster shot exhaustion, but I have about half of a kind of cold chai latte at this point and we're gonna do what we can with that love a good chai latte oh i love a chai latte it's delicious that's like my go-to starbucks that's a fun thing we can talk about what's your go-to starbucks order just got a text what do we got i can't went out for office happy hour sorry meant to tell aw i'll tell him to have fun oh, no worries dude. so i guess we're not doing the thing today yeah that'll be next episode Okay. Oh, we went on to happy hour and just forgot about us. Oh, I know. Rude. No. He's, he's having fun with his big boy job. We love that. Um, yeah. Go to Starbucks orders. Plural or singular. What do we got? I just got Starbucks yesterday because it is my favorite time of year, which is caramel brulee latte season. Ooh, fancy. I feel like my choices at Starbucks are severely limited by the fact that I don't drink coffee. Yeah, that's, that's an issue when it's a coffee shop. But also, like, I, like, don't get Dunkin' ever, because your options there, if you're not a coffee drinker, is, like, you get a black tea bag or a green tea bag and some hot water. That's it. Like, at least there, there's some fun things you can do if you go to Starbucks. I didn't do it on purpose, but I realized, um... I got a, a latte of some kind for like three days in a row. Interesting. Which I did not realize until just now. Because I got that latte on the way home from Dunkin' actually. Nice. Today, which was a toasted white chocolate latte. And yesterday I got my caramel brulee latte from Starbucks. Nice. And the day before, I got a chai latte from a place at the mall. Nice. So three different lattes, but three days in a row. I didn't even notice it. With chai lattes, I always go just regular milk, but when I do, like, coffee lattes, I always do almond milk. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. Just thing I do. Oh no. Emily, okay, having no luck here. Oh no. Crying emoji. Oh jeez. Bad luck. We live in such a technologically advanced age, and yet... It's okay, we'll be here. Right? Oh, God. I've mentioned her before. My um, history teacher in high school always used to say like something about like how like technology... I have it written down somewhere, but it was like, technology is only great until it stops working, or like stuff like that. Another, some yeah. more wise words from Mary Ellen. As convenient as technology is, like, it breaks so much more easily. It really does. Like, even in, like, a sense of, like, like, a laser cutter versus, like, a saw. Like, mm -hmm. the, you know, laser cutter. There's so many things that could go wrong with, like, a piece of technology that has, like, a ton of tiny little moving parts. With a saw, you just have, you know, sharp stick and move on. Yeah, it's definitely something I worry about with, like, the newfangled cars. <laughs> Like, my first few cars were all just, like, old-school, like, turn-the-crank windows, you know? Um, and so when I got my first car that actually had power windows, like, that actually scared me, because I'm like, man, I can't just, like, fix it myself hmm. if something goes wrong. Like, I've actually fixed my own 
car window like roller upper thing before not bad those things are a pain in the ass to take off of the door by the way i have Uh, never had to honestly like the car like crank car windows the only thing when i was like a really little kid and we like none of the cars we've had since i have been alive in my family have had crank windows I mean, they definitely required more work, but in a way, it was, like, a little more reassuring. Yeah. Mechanical rather than electronic, Mm -hmm. you know, was something you could fix yourself. Yeah, I mean, hmm. that's my thing. Like, I really, like, I would like to drive an electric car for, like, environmental reasons, but, like... I feel, like, just so many more moving parts, I feel like, have to go into an electric car. And that's just so much more opportunity for things to go wrong. Yeah. And you probably couldn't do it if you rented, because you wouldn't have anywhere to plug it in. You'd have to, like, have a house. Oh, yeah. If you were in an apartment. Well, hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of places are putting in charging stations for electric cars, which is great, because, you know, environmentally friendly things should be accessible. Yeah. But, yeah, I, mean, I, I know. Like, I've seen them at, um you know, like, businesses and stuff, like, electric vehicles park here, you can plug in, but mm-hmm. I've never, I've not yet to see an apartment complex with one. I mean, that's just my limited anecdotal experience, but. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it'd be cool, but, like, logistically, mm-hmm. you know, and how far you can actually get on a single charge, and what do you do for road trips, so you maybe want a hybrid as a backup, but. Yeah, I feel like a hybrid would be, like, until, like, you know, electric car technology continues progressing to the point where like yeah you could probably go all the way to freaking california or whatever you could go coast to coast if you wanted to until we get to that point i feel like a hybrid is your best bet yeah just just in case well especially because like right now i suck at remembering to charge my various electronic devices like my watch and my phone and my tablet my laptop there's always something that's dying I, I I'm pretty good about charging things in general, but I feel like I would really remember if it was a car. I probably wouldn't. Uh, that just feels like too big of a thing for me to forget. I sometimes forget that I need to get gas in my car, and then I'm like trying to get out the door in a hurry, and I get in, and I turn it on, and I'm like, oh! Okay, yeah, I've done that to myself. Because <laughs> I just tell myself, like, oh yeah, I don't, you know, I'm too tired to do it, I'll do it in the morning, you know, kind of thing. But if it's but, like, if you have, like, a house or whatever, or somewhere where you can, like, you know, you go to your parking space and you plug it in, you that's not worrying about, like, oh, I gotta, like, go to this separate place to, like, refill my car. I could just, boop. I don't know, because, like, there will be things I notice while I'm in my car that need to be done, and I'll tell myself, like, oh, like, you know, say the inside of the windshield is all, like, gross, I need to clean it. Actually, the inside of my windshield has been kind of streaked for, like, a month now. Right. But, like, while I'm in the car, I'm like, that's super annoying. It's making it hard to see. I'm definitely going to clean that. And And then then by the time I get to my destination and get out, I've forgotten all about it. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) there's, like, there's a special, there's got to be a term for this, or we invent a term for this, where there's certain knowledge. I'd love to invent a term. Let's go. Yeah. There's, like, knowledge you only have while you were in the car, and as soon as you exit the car, it disappears. You know? Like an awareness. Cognitive impermanence. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Because I'm, con- I'm convinced that's a thing. Like, there's stuff you think about while you're driving. You're like, oh, I gotta do this, or I gotta remember to get that at the store, or something like that. And it's like, oh, but I'm driving. I'll, like... Write it okay, down. I do I this in off. video games literally all the time. And it's this is such a weird thing, but, like, this is a pretty... Co- like, I've seen other people post about, like, doing similar things. It's a pretty common experience. Like, especially, like, I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls lately. So whenever I'm playing Skyrim and I'll, like, use, like, the fast travel function in-game to, like, go to, like, a city across the map for a quest or whatever. And then I'll get to the city. Even though I have, like, a quest, a quest marker, I'll just be like, man, what am I here for? And then I'll just be, like, standing there, like looking through, like, the potion ingredients that my character, like, has in their backpack or whatever, and then I'll randomly remember, oh, this is why I'm in solitude. And go do the thing. (laughs) But, like, I'll, like, sit there, like, looking through my stuff and, like, going to random merchants and, like, selling, like, extra, like, 
weapons that I've picked up on different quests, I'll, like, do that for, like, 20 minutes and be like, wait, I came here for a reason. I do that all the time. By the way, and that was another thing in class today that I couldn't remember the name of Animal Crossing for some reason. And so I just kept saying really vague things and they kept guessing stuff that was not correct and finally somebody got it. What were you saying and what were they guessing? I said something like, it's like a game and it's like cartoonish and there's like things you can do. All you would have needed to say is capitalist raccoon and everyone would have known. Even though he's not technically a raccoon, he's a tanuki, but whatever. But like, I've never played. I've seen you play like once when you were here. Yeah. That's like my only experience of it. And I'm pretty sure that I was like drinking at the time. Oh yeah, most I definitely. I barely remember yeah. doing that. My memories of it are very fuzzy. And so I was trying to go based on this, like, vague, drunken memory from months ago. <laughs> it was like, the, there's, like, a thing, and there's, like, I couldn't even say the word animals, apparently. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like if you said animals, people probably would have gotten there a lot quicker. Yeah, no. What but... were some of the guesses? Um, oh gosh. Um, oh my god, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, well, wrong. I can always share my, like, go-to Starbucks order, because we got off track. Alright. <laughs> but also, does the track even matter, since we are really, really, really winging this episode even more yeah. than really. we wing it normally? Um, I love a good chai latte, not a coffee drinker, which again, which is why, like, Starbucks is, like, the only, like, chain coffee shop that I'll go to, because they have actual tea options. Mm -hmm. For cold weather, pretty much just a chai latte. I do like an iced chai in the summer, but in the summer I also like the, like, the strawberry refresher and there's also one that's like kiwi something which is quite good oh, yeah, yeah. so those are my those are ones that stick out in my mind and also since we're actually recording this on a tuesday and tomorrow's wednesday and then we're off for thanksgiving instead of doing my usual stop at starbucks that i do on friday mornings at work as a little like you know you survive the week have a latte i'm gonna do that tomorrow morning instead because I'm gonna be because I'm not working Friday so nice little treat for yourself that'll be a fun little treat <laughs> prior to the advent of my long holiday weekend it's weird how holidays are simultaneously like oh it's an it's a break but also like this is gonna be exhausting you know, well, slightly less for me. I don't have to travel. The only thing I'm doing is driving the like 20 minutes to my cousin's house for Thanksgiving dinner with my family um, well, it's exhausting to me, not just because of the traveling and, like, you know, not getting to sleep in your own bed, kind of, which always makes me just, you know, but, like, there will be children. Okay, yeah, you just reminded me about the fact that my little cousins exist. That's part of what's exhausting. I'm also just, like, I'm so used to living alone that being around that many people for that long is just, like, so draining. Like, I love being around people, but I'm not used to it. This, yeah, that's valid. So it, it takes all of my energy, like a, um, I was gonna say succubus, but <laughs> I mean, they do- Incubus no. appropriate genders. Genderless. What is this- wait, hang on, what does a succubus even do? I'm trying to think if there's any, like- They suck the life force out of men. Oh, okay, so, well, draining, we got that. Yeah. But it incubus. usually has sort of like a- Incubus is the, the male version. Yeah. Or some women. Which is pretty pretty heteronormative when you think about it. Yeah. I Although mean, I suppose whatever demon you get depends on your proclivity, so Well, I mean they're they're Latin terms, they're super old. This is true. You know, from a, a time when gender was looked at in a very binary um like cisgender type way. This is true. That's, that's that's the terms they use. Anyway, Those are things, things that I know. Yeah, I'm just I am now remembering that I I have like small children cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Those of us childless adults get to live most of the year free from that. Although it is always fun to just be like hanging out 
in my cousin's basement and like getting as discreetly drunk as possible with all of my other like cousins that are like vaguely my age. Mm-hmm. So like I have one cousin who's adults eighteen, and there's my sister who just turned twenty one, and then our other cousin, our youngest cousin, our like next youngest cousin is like thirty. So it's like the four of us sort of hanging out in the basement, like. It sounds like a, a big gathering if there's that many of you. Oh yeah, no, it's. My dad's from a huge family, and so like. Some most of his brothers and sisters have kids, and those kids now have children, and like mm-hmm. spouses. So there's a lot. I mean, I have a giant family, but none of us live in the same area. A large like, part my... of my dad's family has kind of remained around the same area. One of his sisters... Well, one of his sisters lived in Saratoga for quite a while. But then she and her husband went to North Carolina. And then... Oh, great, my headphone battery is low. We're just crushing it tonight. Yeah! Um, I should probably switch that, because it's gonna yell at me, and I don't want that sound to be picked up. Yep. We are just, uh, We're doing great. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and then his other sister, who also lived around here for a while, like, for quite a while, with her husband before retiring to Florida. So for quite a while, it was pretty much everyone was in the area, Mm. and then, like... Aside from people, like, way far away, the next furthest is other sister and her husband who are in Maine, but they come visit for Thanksgiving anyway, so. Mm. Quite a fair amount of people. Okay, quick, quick headphone switch. Yes, I did leave headphones. Are you switched? Doing that now. Alright, I think I managed to avoid too much of an awkward silence. <sighs> yeah. Ooh, wait, hold on. You are not being picked up because I have to switch my input now. That's on me. There we go, fixed it. Yeah, yeah that I, is a thing I, I forgot to charge, and that's on me. But in my defense, that usually lasts a I have two sets of Bluetooth earbuds, one for the gym and one for, like, just kind of everyday stuff. And I always forget to charge the gym ones, and I'm so mad when I'm at the gym and I go to put them in, and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> that is the worst. Hmm? It's like, I have to do my workout in silence then. Or, well, not really silence, because they have music at the gym, but it's, like, garbage, so. Yeah, and now I have to listen to gym music. Yeah. Yeah, my mom was rapidly switching back. My mom is one of 14 kids, but... Jesus. Like, after, you know, as they all grew up and got married, they all just kind of, like, scattered. Yeah, um, not really what happened for my dad's family. Yeah, I mean, they are as far west as Texas. Um, we got people in Florida, South Carolina, Pennsylvania. Like, just kind of um, spread all over the, mostly the eastern half of the country. But very few of them actually live in the... My mom has a couple of siblings in Ohio, but they're not, like, super close. Hmm. Interesting. Be a bit of a drive. So, like, I have a, a ridiculous number of cousins. Could not uh, give you even a rough estimate of how many. I haven't even met all of them. I'm talking first cousins. Not even counting second and, you know, generations below that. I don't actually have a ton of first cousins, which is weird. My, um... My mom's, some of my mom's siblings are great-grandparents. I don't like that. Yeah, my mom's, uh, my mom was 13th out of 14, so her oldest sister already had a couple of kids by the time my mom was born. So she's actually younger than a couple of her nephews. I don't like that. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah, and so, like, you know, my Aunt Kathy, she's, um, she's 80... 
four, I think it is. Yeah, so she's got like kids and they got kids and some of their kids got kids. So she's a she's a grand, great grandma. That's too many things to keep track of. Yeah. So uh, my my uh, my cousin network is quite large, and because everybody's so spread out, that's why I haven't really met all of my first cousins, because some of them just never come to visit. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, sometimes we wear name tags at family reunions. I was literally about to make a family reunion joke. We have one every two years, but not everybody comes. Because, you know, there's traveling involved for most people. Yeah. We had to cancel it last year because, you know, COVID. Does make sense. Did we have any questions on this list that we wanted to try, or do we want to just keep talking about whatever comes to mind? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, a fun uh, topical thing. Well, I mean, there's always your class stories. Those are always fun. At least for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I amuse myself, but I, I feel like it only amuses a small subset of people. Like, I feel like in every class there are always a few students who find me funny enjoy my jokes, but most of them just roll their eyes at me. Well, most of them are lame. Yeah. And I'm always telling all these, like, fun random stories, and, like, I'm giving you cool glimpses into my personal life. But yeah, no, I, I don't, don't understand people wanting to just, like, get in, get out. I... I'm here for a while. I might as well have a little bit of fun. I told, um, one of my most amusing anecdotes last week in one of my classes, and that, there was not a, a single bit of reaction from anybody. Which one? <laughs> well, if I just say it in one sentence, it kind of ruins the, the punchline a little bit. It was when I was um, oh, teaching at UMaine. Yeah, so I was teaching at UMaine. This would have been like six, seven years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and over winter break, they had done some updating in the classrooms and they had replaced one of the projector screens in my main classroom that I usually used mm-hmm. uh, with a nice brand new big screen. And so it was the first day of the spring semester after break. And, uh, you know, we had just started class and everybody's in the classroom and it's like first day, you know, I'm excited, new students. And I go to pull down the screen and the whole thing just comes right <laughs> falls on my head and I I let out the most ridiculous like yelp scream thing because it just startled the life out of me yeah I can imagine like yeah I've never heard that one I'm entertained (laughs) and like of course you know I do this in front of a whole class of students many of whom don't know me Mm -hmm. um so it was a little bit embarrassing and I had to like you know get the screen off of me and like it was really heavy I mean it was this giant screen that's why they put it in it was like a new bigger screen and the grad student offices were right outside the classroom so they all heard me and some of them came like hey are you uh, alive in there good yeah no no I'm good um and for the rest of that day people kept stopping by my office saying hey I heard the projector screen about you <laughs> like just people who weren't even in the building at the time, they were like, I heard the screen fell on you, are you okay? So I heard you, like, yelling its way around pretty quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a huge department. You know, at University of Maine, it's technically, like, you know, a big, a big school in terms of being a state school, but it's not that big in terms of the number of students. Mm-hmm. Like, 12,000 or something like that? I don't remember. Um, but not a huge department, so everybody kind of knows everybody largely. But it was still just, you know, people kept popping pop up my office all day. And after, like, the third, fourth, I'm just like, somebody appears in my door and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but what had happened, apparently, was, so these were, like, um, concrete walls. And what, what they had done was they just put the screen into the wall using screws, but they didn't actually anchor the screws into the wall. So they were just kind of like sitting, the screws were just like sitting in these holes, essentially. Oh no. They were not like holding them in there. Because you can't just put a screw into concrete. Like yeah. that's not how it works. It doesn't seem like it would work. 
So, of course, there was um, a lot of profuse apologizing, like, oh, sorry, we really should have anchored those in. I don't know who did that. Um, but, you know, I, I told that story. It was a little little shorter and snappier than that. But nothing, not, not, not a single, like, recognition that I'd even said anything. Lame. Yeah. Like, guys, I'm, I'm using my best material on you. That's one of the most embarrassing stories. That you can tell in class. Yes, important distinction. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can think of some worse ones, but... Yeah. <laughs> that was... Might not be another... the first day of class material. Um, another thing in class today is I was showing this picture from this video game, because we were talking about video games and entertainment Hell class today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like this really sexualized character. I can't even think of the name of the game right now. It's probably World of Warcraft. It is not. Oh. Well, it's gonna bother me now. League of Legends. I'm just thinking of th places where women would wear metal bikinis. No, it wasn't a metal bikini. Um, oh. She was wearing, like, tights. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to, like, Google it while simultaneously telling the story. Love that. But, essentially, it was just this really sexualized character, and she's in this pose where she has her back kind of back turned. I always want to say toward the camera, like someone's taking a picture of a real person. But like you can simultaneously see their entire butt and also like very accentuated. And like also their boobs. Well no, so it was just like she just had her you could see her full back and then just her head was looking over her shoulder sort of like coyly. Is it Tomb Raider? No. Because sometimes me. the cover art for Tomb Raider is is kinda like ooh. No, it's, um, I don't know, actually. But I was trying to talk about how, like, prominent, I'm gonna struggle with it again, like, the way that her butt was, like, really accentuated, but I was trying to think of a nice way to say it. Because if I were just talking, like, normally to, like, friends or something, I'd be like, they are just really putting some emphasis on that ass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I can't say that in the classroom. Well, I mean, you and could, but... I mean, yeah. There are some students who would not be happy about something like that, though. Whatever. Um, but understandable. Continue. Yeah. So I, I sort of, like, just paused and was just staring at the picture on the screen, trying to, like, come up with a good phrase. And finally I just turned back to the students and looked at them and was like, I'm trying to think of a classy way to say this. <laughs> and I can't think of a way that is simultaneously classy, but also doesn't make me sound like I'm from the 1920s. <laughs> And so, I was like, the first word that came to mind was buttocks, but I don't think that that worked. I mean, okay. You could have done worse. Yeah, so they, they enjoyed that when I, I said that bit. I probably would have gone with booty. But that's yeah, just me. Yeah, that's, that's so classy. Okay, well, there's only so much one can do. Classy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, it Overwatch, that's the game. Oh, yeah, and those are, like, kind of, like, anime girls anyway. Not, like, anime anime, but, like, yeah. stylized animation rather than, like, I would consider, like, games like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, they're a little more, like, photorealistic in their avatars. Yeah. Yeah, but just this particular image was kind of, like, I can just send it to you. How about that? Yeah, actually... <laughs> <laughs> um, that might help. Uh, I've never played Overwatch. It just feels like a, and I don't know if this is true or not, or if this is just something I've like assumed. In that they have similar game structure, as far as I'm aware, it just feels like a slightly more mature version of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. And also, multiplayer games always stress me out because ninety percent of the time you like wind up in a lobby with people that are like that like do it almost like professionally and I'm just like I just want to have fun playing a game with some people there I just put it in the host chat so that'll thoroughly confuse uh, Zach later great <laughs> Let's see what we got here oh yeah 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 so you really gotta talk about the butt, because she has, she has like, a, a wedgie. That can't be comfortable. Yeah, no, that's, that's, like, that looks like, 
latex. <laughs> yeah, it's quite possible. Also, those legs are not, like, that is not proportionate. No. Like, if you translated that to a real human, that's not natural. That, I, could those legs support her? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. I think she would just, like, <laughs> right yeah, again, don't play Overwatch. Not planning on it. Unless I, like, find a bunch of friends suddenly that are really into Overwatch and are like, play with me, in which case, yes, please. Yeah, but I, I was struggling to talk about that ass without, you know, <laughs> while also sounding like a professional academic. Okay, well, there's only so much you can do. It's easier to do when I'm not tired, but the more tired I am, the more difficult it is to, to sound, like, very professional and put together. Question, are you yeah. ever not tired? That's that's the thing, though. <laughs> no, I am never not tired. Which is to say, I am always tired. Same. But are you ever not tired enough to, like, sound real- to sound, like, really put together? Oh, I'm capable of it. I love that for you. Um, you know, because I've, I've had to give presentations to rooms full of fancy people and- Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, hired yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I have, you know, well, even when I present at conferences and stuff, I do tell a lot of, like, jokes. As you should. Uh, yeah. I'd much rather that. It is not a, a Remember that thing vibe. I sent into our group chat on Twitter, where it was, like, some guy was talking at a conference, and this guy went up, slammed his hand on the podium, and was like, it's freshwater clam day, and by the end of this talk, you're gonna love them as much as I do. <laughs> What a power yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah. That's I aspire too... to attack everything in life with that kind of energy. Like, I've been to a lot of conferences, and I've seen a lot of presentations at a lot of conferences, and, you know, sometimes the content itself is just interesting. But I really wish more people made an effort yeah. to, like, you know, add a little spice to it. You know, not, not just fun content, but, you know, try to inject some fun into it. So I, I often tell little jokes and... Yeah, I did... One time, you probably know this, for the, the department had me record, like, a not... Not quite conference, it was more of a panel. Mm -hmm. It was a panel that they did on, um... God, who was it? It was Sasha Lee. Someone from the history department. I think maybe two people from the history department. But it was on Pussy Riot. Like, the Russian protest band. And they mm -hmm. were like... Like, Lee was, like, breaking down the video from, like, a, you know, visual rhetoric standpoint, all that kind of stuff, and then they would have, like, some of the- I think it had to have been, like, two of, like, the kind of Russian history, like, specialist types in the history department, mm -hmm. like, kind of weighing in on other bits of it. It was really cool. I enjoyed filming it. But I feel like that's one of those things where it's, like, you know, you're, t you're talking about some, like, like, a hot-button thing to begin with. Like, the fact that they, like, the band, like, broke into, like, a Russian Orthodox church and, like- did this, like, insane performance and, like, ski masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's pretty spicy to begin with. Yeah. That's true. Most, uh, most academic presentations are not very exciting. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is reminding me of this thing that I saw back when I was on Tumblr. Somebody, like, the entire gist of the thread was, like, I love when people say something like how something is like hotly contested in academic circles is it just two guys stuffy guys in suits up at podiums like i'll kill you in real life jerry yeah oh man academics can get super heated about things has it ever gone to blows at a conference not that i'm aware of although um i feel like I it has to have happened at least once even if we don't have a record of it like, oh, I'm sure. For some reason, I have a feeling it's more in the hard sciences that you would see that, for some reason. The only thing my mind is going is to right now is, um, back in ancient Greece, when that one guy was, like, I can't remember if it was, it's, I know it's Plato and Diogenes, I can't remember who said what, but one guy was like, uh, we can define a human as any featherless biped, so the other guy busted in to, what is it, the Acropolis? When they were, like, you know, having one of their big philosophy discussions with a plucked chicken screaming, Behold a man! 
<laughs> when you said Buffman, I automatically imagined him breaking through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> so now he's leaving a hole in the wall that's shaped like him, but also with his arm up. With, with a chicken? Shape. Yeah, like a cartoon? Yeah. But yeah, no. Like, that's that's what my mind goes to when I hear, like, hotly debated in academic circles or whatever. Well, that's the thing. Nearly every time we say hotly debated or, like, oh, this is, like, really controversial, it's mostly been a couple of people having just polite conversation. <laughs> like, okay, I, I, I know in my heart that at some point it has gone to fistfight. Yeah. I think it really depends on the field because I think like I'm in the social it. hold on fist fight <laughs> at conference because like I think you might want to specify academic conference. Oh yeah, probably. Completely lost my train of thought just now. Oh. No, it's just giving me a bunch of results for academic conferences, and then in the bottom, oh. you can see it's, like, crossed out fist fight. What, ha <laughs> what happens if I just put fight? Does that help? Does that change things? Nope, now it's just giving me college basketball statistics. Okay. Interesting. That's sad. Yeah. I was really yeah, I hoping like... that some stuffy old academics had, like, taken it out to the parking lot. Nearly every time I've been to a conference where people have disagreed, it's been mostly, um, they're saying, oh, no, I mean, the way I see it is this, but I could be wrong. You could, you know, like... That's so polite. Over... I want them to hate, yeah. like, I want it to be, like, in a movie where, like, to, like you know, two academic rivals, and they, like, yeah, just, like, they have to, like, be held back by their peers. Well, it's funny. It's Otherwise, like you do they the would rip each other's throats out. You do the really polite thing face-to-face, -face, but then, you know, once you get away and you're with your friends, it's Turn like, and be like Look at listen to that like, jackass. That idiot. Like, what are they even- <laughs> they, they even go to grad school? Like, they're just some rando off the street, right? Pretending? Like, where did they where did they get their phd community college <laughs> you know like i don't know some sort of sick academic burn that doesn't even make sense because community colleges don't have phd programs that's kind of the point okay yeah fair enough uh <laughs> now that i've been given the context <laughs> nice how long have we been going yeah it can go a little while more taking into account the like 15 minutes of bonus content that got recorded earlier i do want to point out that every single one of those stories i just told about class aside from the projector one we're all within the same class today that's so, like that's an extra that's me extra not liking them for being lame and not appreciating well the to, the class today they did appreciate it okay that's something they appreciated my twirl and my use of the word buttocks. We love to see it. And talking about my candy crush. Noise. That's also the class I showed Marcel the shell in last week. Yes. I'm so <laughs> happy you did that. Really, yeah. yeah. The looks on their faces when I pulled up, like the first, very first slide, it was just embedded on the slide, Marcel the shell. And there's a look on their faces like, are we really about to watch this? <laughs> But I tied it in. It related to class material. How so? I'm impressed. Well, because, um, it's the entertainment class. We were talking about comedy as a genre. Oh, yeah, this is the thing yeah. you, te you texted me about. You were like, yeah, people. some people don't think this is funny, and they're wrong, but, right. like, some people. Yeah. <laughs> My sister. But it, but it also illustrated the difference between tendentious and non-tendentious humor. Ooh, those are words I haven't heard in a hot minute. Yeah, because tendentious humor is that which mocks or belittles a specific individual, and non-tendentious humor is that which does not victimize any person. And so we watched Marcel the Shell, and that is a perfect example of non-tendentious humor, because nobody is being mocked anywhere within that. But it's very enjoyable. It's good stuff. But the debate 
And actually, I mean, this could be something we argue about. Oh, hell yeah. Because I have a super weird sense of humor. We've encountered this multiple times. Sigmund Freud argued that tendentious humor is inherently funnier than non-tendentious humor. No, it's not. Like, I know this is an actual debate, but I'm just gonna say right now, no, it's not. Like, we we can go there with this right now, since we both actually, like, are calm people. It simply isn't. Because half the- like, 99% of the time, unless it's like... Actually, oh my god, no. Because <gasps> if you're making fun of people that actually genuinely suck, and that's really funny. Yeah. Shit. And that's the thing. It's like, um, there's, a, there's a theory within the area of comedy research called superiority theory, sometimes called disparagement theory. Oh, which, yeah, and we talked about, I talked about this with, uh, this came up in Rhetoric of Stand-Up with Lee. Ah, nice, yeah, right, and sort of the, the prediction, like, that combined with disposition theory tells us that the, basically, the funniest possible content is when somebody you absolutely love just destroys someone you absolutely hate. Like, nothing will be funnier than that. Okay, here's the thing. That is good, but, like, (laughs) <laughs> Nothing has ever made me laugh harder than this. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the stupid memes where it's like, there's just like, it's a typo, essentially. Like, there's this tweet that's obviously from like a bot account that like is badly translated. <laughs> and it just says, I hit the junk porn one trillion. And the first time I saw that, I was laughing so hard, I was crying. And, like, what? They misspelled slash mistranslated one word. And I couldn't breathe. Yeah. It's weird how something just hit you like that. Like, when we were doing the live stream the other day, I could not speak when I was laughing because I googled celebrities. And that list that just had, like, the weirdest combination of celebrities. See, now I'm just gonna look at the, like, stupid things I have saved that, like, completely non-tendentious. And I'm trying- oh, I gotta not spoil the things I've been saving for meme review, though. But, I mean, with something like that, like, it wasn't even, um, there wasn't even a joke involved. Yeah. It's just that it struck me as being so funny that somebody thought, yeah, this is- this is the right set of people to put on a list of celebrities. This kills me. Here, this is where the camera is. <laughs> I for gore. <laughs> she doesn't even make sense. Yeah. There's like nothing there's nothing there's nothing to get. Yeah, know? there's no joke. That's the thing, it drives me nuts. And I've said this before on the podcast when Maddie was still here. I absolutely hate trying to explain like how boomers like don't seem to get any kind of absurdist humor that like they themselves did not create because they'll understand Monty Python all day long. Like, you know, that's them. Mm-hmm. But as soon as my sister and I, like, we were losing our minds over this one TikTok where this guy's just pretending that he doesn't know what a car is. <laughs> my sister and I were laughing at it. We showed it to my mom. We're like, I know she's not going to get Like, and she's not going to like it. She'd be like, oh, why is it funny? But, it, like, there's nothing to get. It's just stupid. Laugh and move on. Mm-hmm. Like, it, or, like, my mom doesn't think Napoleon Dynamite's funny. She just thinks it's weird. I'm like, there's literally nothing to get. Laugh and, like, laugh and move on. She's like, I don't get it. I'm like, there's nothing to get! Yeah, that's the thing. I was actually talking about that in a different class today, where it's like, if you try to explain what's funny, like, it's almost impossible to do sometimes. Yeah. Because we were talking about how different people can interpret the exact same thing in completely different ways. Uh, And it's like, that humor is a good example of that because two people can see the exact same humor as content and like somebody will think it's hilarious and then somebody else would just be like yeah i don't that does nothing for me i'm trying to find which something I that get isn't it. in a future meme review and has a good chance of being completely like meaningless but funny to the both of us because we have had our moments where you're like i don't understand why you're dying right now All my good ones are saved for future meme review. Oh yeah, as they should be. 
As they should be. Oh, here's one. Actually, no. That one that one requires context. I should be looking at my actual dang meme folder. I have such a I have such a well organized meme folder. I'm not gonna lie. I'm constantly saving and downloading things and then entirely forgot that I've done it, so. I'm constantly like saving or screenshotting things to send you and then entirely forgetting about them. I appreciate that I'm thought of. Yeah. So there's there's probably a ton of stuff on my phone that I intended to send you at some point and just kind of forgot about. Good to know. Oh, yeah, here's like like terrible game show answers absolutely kill me because they're those they're so stupid. Name a famous Arthur. Shakespeare? Like Arthur. <laughs> I was gonna say Conan Doyle. <laughs> I have an answer. <laughs> Name something Russia's famous for. Russians. I was gonna say bleakness. <laughs> it's just it's just so dumb. So many things that I think are funny are just so dumb. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be that complex. Like the whole thing we did with the the meme review, with the misspelled signs. Mm -hmm. So stupid. Nothing to get. I mean, Monty Python is, like, my favorite stuff of all time. And again, that's why I don't understand when, like, my mom and dad, like, walk in on, like, me and my sister, like, dying over, like, abs like absurd TikToks or, like, some absurd video on YouTube and they're just like, I don't get it. It's just stupid. I'm like, this is modern day Monty Python. Although... <laughs> It, that's the weird thing about it is it's so subjective. I sat down today and tried to watch a Vine compilation because I'm making efforts. I make efforts. Hell yeah. I don't know if I just picked a bad compilation. Or that what, is very but... possible. I have a, oh, I, have, I have a backlog of excellent Vines. It was supposedly the 50 best of all time. But I don't know. I think, honestly, my brain processes too slowly for me to enjoy such quick videos. Sometimes. Especially when you're watching a series of them, like, you're on to the next one before you've even processed the previous one. I don't know. This is quite I... possible, although I'm gonna say that, like, 50 most popular vines have a very good chance of not actually being the ones that, like, everyone is, like, quoting. Um, I, I did recognize one of them. What one? Um, the, the one about, um, the, the Bible. In church. I want a church girl that goes to church. Yeah. And read her Bible. Yeah, that okay, that is a good one. But that was the only one I recognized. Not that I expect to remember more of them, but I'll I'll pick out some some what I think are high quality comps and we'll see if there's a difference or if it's just a thing that you're not gonna get. Yeah, not a single one of them even slightly amused me. I got it was like a ten minute video and I got Three or four minutes in. Okay, that's to... that's sad. I like. I'm good. I'm gonna make a bold statement right now and say I can do better. Maybe this will turn out to be false, but from where I'm sitting right now, I'm gonna say that I can definitely do better. I appreciate the confidence. Not a lot of I areas tried, in my life where I have a ton of confidence. My taste in funny videos, I like to think, is pretty solid. My taste in memes. Yeah, it's funny to think about um, that, like, tendentious versus non-tendentious thing, because all of my favorite stuff is very non-tendentious, like Monty Python and Marcel yeah. the Shell, uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh my god. He doesn't make fun of anybody. He doesn't. He literally just says things that are true, but with a cadence that makes them funny. Yeah. I love like, that man. That's all of my favorite stuff, and it's hilarious, and not a single bit of it is making fun of people. Yeah, I gotta so, say, John Mulaney yeah. does a fair amount of non-tendentious things, but also, whenever it is tendentious humor, 99% of the time, he's making fun of himself. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, feels a lot better than, like, taking cheap shots at somebody else. Yeah, sometimes it just, like, mocking other people feels mean-spirited and yeah. not creative. It's just, like, you're taking cheap shots. Yeah, it's just, like, 
you're you're doing the easy thing. Yeah, unless you're mocking someone who sucks like Trump, in which oh, case, yeah, that's, have that's fun. Funny. I love it. Well, just like we talked about the other day, it's like I try not like if it's making fun of somebody for something they can't help. I yeah. don't find that funny. Like making fun of somebody's weight, for example. Like yeah, that's, no, that's just like straight up shitty. Yeah. Aside from even the body shaming aspect, you know, of it, it's like that's just who that person is. You don't make fun of who they are. You make fun of the choices they make. That's, <laughs> that's fair game, fun. especially if they suck. Yeah, they chose that. But you don't make fun of how somebody looks or something like that, because that's not, you know, they didn't choose that. Yeah. If they choose to be shitty, that's fair game. Although I'm going to say, um, if someone continually goes back to a bad haircut, that's on them. Yes, well, that's a choice, though. This is true. If you try that's something once and it doesn't work, we all make mistakes. If you continually go back to a bad haircut, that is on no. you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make fun of people for their choices, not who they are. I dig it. It's a fun. Like you can, fun you can have opinions that I disagree with, like really reprehensible views. As long as uh, you don't go around imposing your views on other people or talking about it too much, because you know you are who you are. You see the world how you see the world. You should make efforts to change. But as long as you're not making choices that negatively affect other people, I won't make fun of you for it. But if you're gonna go ahead and make choices that negatively impact others. Yeah. I'm gonna say fair game. I'm gonna call fair game in that situation. Yep. I think so that's a fun message generally. for us to leave the people with. Yeah. We got a little introspective tonight. Yeah. Which I think is good for two people who um didn't actually answer a single question from our content pool at all. Well, and we were educational, because we, we brought up, you brought up Play-Doh. I mentioned Sigmund Freud and tendentious and non-tendentious humor. Look at us. We got intellectual tonight. Superiority theory and disposition theory. I mentioned Hell both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely so, done. Uh, educational stuff. We love to see it. All right. We will be back again next Friday with an actual planned episode, I promise. Yeah. And hopefully additional folks. Yeah, additional. This was a real Murphy's oh, Law. Cool. This was a real good night for Murphy's Law. Yeah. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Or most things that could go wrong did go wrong. I mean, I still have, like, working internet and camera. That's true. But a lot it's of things cool. that could have gone wrong did indeed go wrong. Is Mercury in retrograde? I don't even know what that means. I have absolutely no idea. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I haven't seen people tweeting about it, so I don't think so. Oh, yeah. You know people can't help. They gotta tweet. And that's the case. That they do. Alright. Goodbye, everyone. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed our complete mess of an episode this week's episode of the fighting with friends podcast was hosted by bridget kelly zach calderon and dr sarah brooks you can find other episodes of the podcast on youtube itunes spotify or your other favorite listening platform follow us on twitter at bridget kelly 98 at zach calderon and at Anne sarah said rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening.